0: just be like um i heard something about you uh okay cool go hear it again debbie i don't give a fuck welcome
1: back to episode six of foul Mouth mama's podcast um this week we are talking about mental health i feel like everybody struggles with it and whether you like to admit it or not or whether you're vocal about it or not it exists and
0: it's
1: real it is one hundred percent. So, today, I don't know where do you want to start with this. We're gonna kind of give you like, like a big list. we do. It's, I feel like I feel like you really don't realize how common it is in so many people. Again, whether you think somebody's happy, whether you think someone's depressed, I don't know. Some people show it more than others. Some people, like I said, some people are more vocal about it, yeah. and it's just one of those things i feel like that needs to be talked about and like you don't need to be ashamed of it so let's we'll kind of go from there
0: so our time frame of like us personally on our mental health journey um do you want to start
1: yeah i can um mine actually started pretty young um i am just obviously i mean even as an adult now you everybody knows that i'm just a very i wear my heart on a sleeve type of person and I think that that's how I was when I was little too and I kind of realized that now with my daughter um she just feels every emotion and you have to try and get through it but I was put into counseling probably around the age of like three or four like very young um I don't remember those a whole lot but the one that really triggers my mind is I was 12 years old um my parents got divorced and i think before then we had kind of started doing family counseling obviously not my dad just because my dad was one of those people who didn't like you know i don't have an issue i don't you know i don't see the problem you know doesn't agree with whatever anyways so 12 years old is when we started really hammering down on going to counseling and whatnot and that's just kind of where it all stemmed from and where it all started and i started to get really depressed started to get really sad i was the type of person i feel my feelings through music so and i still do to this day like if i want to feel my feelings i'll turn on a sad song or if i'm happy i'm gonna freaking feel that shit to my core like you know or i'm in a good mood whatever and that's just how I've always been and even yeah even to now that's just like you ask me any question any song I'll know it and it's so funny because Logan does that too he's like how do you even know every word of this song I was like I would probably listen to it eight million times in a row to learn the lyrics and know what it meant know what the song was about whatever and that's just how it ended like I just that's just me like it's so funny (laughs) even as an adult so kind of funny but what about you
0: like i don't i don't feel i don't think my mom didn't believe in it but i feel like it was
1: she didn't want to accept it yeah
0: like it was something to be ashamed Mm -hmm. of you know and it was when you're younger and growing up you're just going through hormones you're just
1: you're a girl (laughs) you you have lots of emotions yeah like you
0: know what i mean and for sure I don't know it's like back to my freaking sixth grade story you know what I mean like it, oh for sure it was bad I 100% like felt real depression when I was that young and being excluded and
1: right and it almost is like you don't even know where it comes from it literally just hits you and you're yeah. like again well I mean we'll tell stories about like things that have happened or yeah. felt you know how we felt but
0: no. I, get, I get that well so me and my sister growing up we hated each other right mm-hmm. horrible Like, nobody wanted us together. And so my mom put us into family counseling. God. We weren't as young as you, but we were, I think I was like fifth or sixth grade. So like 11 or 12 or something. So Carly would have been like nine or 10, one of those it did nothing i mean that's yeah. the thing with like therapy counseling you have to find the right one. Oh, for sure it's not just you go to someone your problems are fixed like no no and, no and, and honestly god like all i remember from it is sitting in the room it was like up in ogden and looking out the window of the hospital thing and like that's it i yeah. don't remember anything that came from you just it. wanted to
1: leave like, you yeah. just yeah you just wanted to go
0: yeah i don't know
1: i think my mom had high hopes for all of us and i get it i get it as a mom now Mm -hmm. but like at the same time it's like i don't know this leads back to the book i'm the one i was telling you about the one two three magic Mm -hmm. um it tells you you can't think of your kids as adult like children like little children that or little little adults that's what it says little adults you can't think of them like that because their brains like you could set somebody in front of them A hundred million times, but they're never gonna understand what the hell you're saying. They're just like like kinda like what we were talking about our kids. They just wanted to go for the treats and the games. Yeah. And I get that. I get why because they they're just not comprehending what's going what's going in one ear because they're just like, I don't get what they're saying to me because I don't know how to control that yet.
0: Yeah. Like they know you're saying words, but they don't know what the words mean.
1: Exactly. So um anyways, Yeah. yeah, counseling's hard oh no (laughs) allergy season anyways sorry i know this episode is probably a lot of downer from what we're used to but i feel like it's good to talk about so just throwing that in there (laughs)
0: because we know what's real we do and it starts at any age you know
1: it's not somebody could go with it without it like without having depression their whole entire life and then bam 50 years old 30 years old it just yeah. hits and they're like what the hell is this like i don't know i've never felt like this you know and then all of a sudden it's there yeah. i mean i don't know any different because i've always just felt it so,
0: <laughs> so one Anyways. of the things we were going to talk about was like the trials of medications that we've been on so i have depression and anxiety mm-hmm, me too and for 12 years i was on effectsor mm. and It was supposed to help with both. Yeah. It didn't. And it was so addictive. So I started off at the lowest. What's the lowest? Like 25?
1: I think so, yeah. 25 milligrams. And then
0: I just kept increasing it because Mm -hmm. I thought I just needed to increase it more because that's what would help. Because I kept filling the fillings or filling the anxiety or whatever it was. And I got up to 150. And I was on 150 for... forever. But majority of the 13 years. That's crazy. And it wasn't helping. And you it's so addictive that when you don't take it like i would think i was crazy but i was explaining what my withdrawals felt like but you google it and it's real you get like these brain shocks yeah when you don't take it and it like starts from the top and goes all the way down mm-hmm. i don't know but it,
1: mine mine it's is so because i'm on a right now so i know what she's talking about mine is like that like i almost feel like dizzy but it's also like a zap yes like it, it's weird to explain but like it's like you're like oh my gosh like I know I missed my medication today because you can, feel you can just shock. feel it yeah and I mean other medications are like that but it's more so like just your mood it's not so much my mood it's yeah. just my brain
0: yeah it's weird it's, it's, it's really weird. weird I hated it so yeah I will never ever do that one again yeah. but I'm on Prozac now
1: yes I've heard and good things about that
0: Holy shit. So it was so hard for me to even get off effects. Oh, and yeah. That's why I've stayed on it for so long, is because I didn't want to go through the withdrawals of getting off. Yeah. I took it like while I was pregnant and everything, and I tried to get a- So they told me that there was a chance that like Jax wouldn't be breathing when he was born, but he'll be fine. Well, it happened, scared the fuck out of me. Oh, my it gosh. Was fine, that's terrifying. But I didn't want that with Briley.
1: And it was because of your medication. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Oh, and my so gosh.
0: With Briley she said well just quit taking it 150 milligrams just quit taking it that's dangerous start taking like selexa or something at 20 milligrams so not even fucking comparable right oh my gosh dude i went three days cold turkeying it i can't even explain to you like while being pregnant i thought i was terrified i was gonna like miscarry or something yeah that's
1: terrifying as if you're not already anxious enough about being pregnant and losing your baby then that on top of it
0: so I got back on it's terrifying. it, and she was fine. Like, but that, just that pain of withdrawing and everything—that's what kept me on it for so long. So when I finally—that's crazy—I
1: like
0: lowered it down and switched, and everything. It was rough. It was fucking rough.
1: Yeah, I bet I, um, went to. I, it's funny because I actually was trying to get off of it three years ago. I remember this because we were in South Dakota. I was trying to get off of it, and I actually started on Prozac and um i had the worst anxiety attack of my entire life in our hotel room i had to call my doctor and i was like bawling my eyes out i was like i need the other stuff like now i can't i can't like take this because i can't i can't function i'm crying like every two seconds and i was i already get like really homesick when i'm gone places but it was just really bad that time and like i just couldn't stop crying like it was like everything was making me emotional it was just a nightmare It was so bad. But anyways, yeah. And I ended up getting back on it. And I've still been on it for the next three years. I
0: get it. It's (sighs) It's terrifying. I I don't know why they even prescribe it to people. Like, I really don't. Right. You know? Like, I don't... There's... It helps. I mean, it helped me a little. Right.
1: But, like, then again, like, the next thing we're going to talk about is, like, the side effects. The side effects Um, of it is, like... Again, if you don't take it, you're in, like, a very depressive mood. Like... You're just like a zombie. Like, it's weird. You really are. Yeah. I
0: don't feel like that on Prozac. I don't feel yeah. like a zombie. And any time that I ever felt like I'd have, like, suicidal thoughts or bad mm-hmm. thoughts or something, I was on a I have never had that. So, I've been on Prozac for almost two years now. I have not one time oh, see. had any sort of feeling of that right. on this. Right. I still feel anger. Oh, you know, yeah.
1: I think that's like a... I don't even know. I, I mean, it's probably a side effect. But, like, on this, if I don't take it, I'm, like, so angry. I don't even know what the deal is. It's
0: crazy what yeah. it does to you. It is. It's annoying. It's crazy that you're taking something to help you. And then it... It's it making it worse. Your areas, yeah, it makes other things so much fucking worse. Yeah.
1: It's scary. It really is. Because I'm just, like, I don't ever have these thoughts. Like, ever. And now here I am. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, some of them I'm not going to mention. But, like, just know it's normal. Because, like... I mean, it's not normal, but it is in a sense because it's not you, it's your medication. It's not something that you would normally act on. And it's actually crazy that I was just thinking about this. (laughs) This is so random. But like, we were talking about serial killers when I was getting my nails done. (laughs) And we're like, what causes them to do that? And it's like, well, for one, are they on medication? Are they, you know, how they were raised? Like a lot of it is clearly mental. And this is the reason why, people do the things they do is because of either a medication or they've never got it fixed yeah. or never had it you know
0: denial yes that something is wrong. and then their
1: mind it literally that disease takes over and yeah. yeah and makes them do something stupid like it's crazy it's it's just crazy to me but
0: no mental health is wild
1: it is it's just like a whole nother ball game when you have to deal with mental health it's not fun but you know we understand (laughs) and that's why we're talking about it is because it is real and again we're being raw here like everything we're going to talk about is something that we've either gone through experienced seen etc yeah so but as far as the side effects go i feel like again we were just talking like it's you're having withdrawals if you don't get them fixed you know
0: i have missed taking my prozac and i
1: you're yeah, like I know I missed I, it. I like, kind of
0: feel funny. Like I'm like oh I feel weird. Did I not take my medicine? But and you're like oh. Like,
1: the, the zaps. Zap. And all yeah. That shit. yeah. Yeah. No, that's frustrating. That's and that's probably one of the most frustrating things I've had to deal with is the the effects of not taking nice. it. You think.
0: And I don't know 100%. Like, I can't give all the blame to Effexor, because while I was on Effexor, I was in another relationship, right? Yeah. Not a good relationship. No. Very toxic, very emotionally, mentally abusive. Mm -hmm. And then now, I was on it for a little bit while I was with Mike. I think. Maybe I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I lied. So I can't even compare it to that. But, like, being in a healthy relationship... And being all my new stuff. Right. Like, helps
1: the medication yeah. do its job. For sure, I get that. Because, like, I mean, forbid, when I was in a, which mine was kind of all, all of the above, I was in a physically, mentally, verbally abusive marriage. And uh, I also had postpartum depression. Oh. So not only was I struggling from my normal depression, my normal anxiety, it was, like, peaked at that point
0: but honestly i don't feel like effects or even helps with postpartum no i was
1: on zoloft at that point oh, were you mm-hmm. oh. i was on zoloft and i
0: it didn't do shit for mine I yeah no back I, to back yeah, no, was,
1: <laughs> nope i yeah i struggled really bad like there's times like we talked about fears right yeah. In w- one of our episodes back my biggest fear is death and i don't know what it was but when i after i had tinsley i looked at my ex-husband and i was like i don't want to die and i was like pacing back and forth i was freaking the fuck out like i was like like i was gonna die at that moment and he like started crying because he was like what the fuck is happening i was i was scared he was scared and i was like i have just got so much going on but like you know and then just him like it just made things worse like you know yeah Yeah, and then having to worry about him doing something to my freaking child you know like it was just a terrifying time in my life like really scary but then again we'll we'll get to those stories (laughs) um the one thing too is while we're on the topic of my first marriage um he's the type of person who told me like it's all in your head Like you, if you would just be happy and it's like, I can't just be happy. I don't know how. Like I just literally, yeah, I'm just choosing to be sad and depressed and cry all the time. Like I forced my daughter to breastfeed because I was so depressed. I could not even get out of bed. And so like, I literally just, I pumped and I breastfed because I didn't want to move. Like it was so bad, but, um, yeah, he just all the time. <clears throat> you're just trying to be sad you're trying to be miserable so you make me miserable and yeah. i'm like no i'm not but then on top of that he's bipolar has been diagnosed never took anything for it never he didn't believe in counseling it was always a shrink to him they were shrinks and they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about like
0: you're so toxic if you mm-hmm. to think that you're mm-hmm. not
1: gonna do. if you're not trying to help support me yeah. and like what i believe in if, it's okay if you don't do it at that point, but you're not going to verbally, physically, mentally abuse me into the point where you're trying to make me not believe in what I believe in, yeah. you know, like, what I believe to be true, like, which is help of medication, talking to a shrink. you know, talking to a counselor, whatever. Today's episode is sponsored by Junk Boss Junk Removal. They're locally owned and operated, serving Box Elder, Weber, and Davis County. Um, they specialize in... Junk removal to save you time and hassle, give them a call at 801-710-1455 for a free quote today. But just having that like toxicity of like just the verbal abuse. <laughs> like whether it's like you're not, I don't know, marriage is a, a team. And if you can't 100%. if you can't help me calm down, like you're just making it worse you know like it it doesn't help when you're toxic and just being I don't know just that whole situation was terrible like I never want to relive that in my life and I won't obviously like with my marriage now but ever (laughs) ever yeah I know me too (laughs) but um
0: well and that's so in my previous one like he I don't want to, like, dive into it and have him get all pissed off at me. But, like, he also... Didn't believe. Yeah. Like, he knew that he should be on something. But he wouldn't do it because...
1: It wasn't an issue.
0: Well, he's not crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm crazy. I'm the one taking crazy pills. He's not going to take pills that are going to admit the fact. You know what I mean? And it's... It's just so toxic to be like that. Because same with him. If I was having, like down the panic attacks on oh. fixer you know and having the moments of just like a mental breakdown and shit i couldn't yeah. call him for comforting no he would just make it worse you i called call my, my mom, mom. yep <laughs> my mom was my go-to every she was the only one that yeah. could like calm me down like it's fine you know like it okay. be on my side not like be mad at me for what happened or talk shit to me or right like
1: why do you feel me? that way no, yeah no. what made you feel that way what made you you know my mom was always like that mm. and it's so crazy because like <laughs> just talking to them is like like I'd be bawling my eyes out and then all of a sudden it's just like hearing her voice was just
0: like <sighs> you stop yeah, yeah and, she, calming to your soul. and
1: then I'm like all right I'm gonna let you go you know like yes I was good yeah. you know and like that's just it's crazy like, I, like, I get that edit, it's
0: like, okay, all right spring. thanks love you bye <laughs> <Right now>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: My mom, my poor mom. I bless her so much. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, but yeah, taking oh, this is what we were talking about earlier. Taking care of your mental health is basically equal to taking care of like hygienic things, like brushing your teeth, brushing your hair. Taking your taking your medication, <laughs> yeah. literally, like just you know, like you have to treat your brain like that, or like you know how people are like, well, you have to treat like when you're exercising, you have to feel your bot, feel your bot, fuel your body with um protein and energy and all this. Yeah, you can't just, have yeah, you can't, just can't have McDonald's all day. Or you're gonna feel like shit, you know. And so if you like, if you think about it that way, you're taking your medication to help feel your brain with positive mindset and your brain is no
0: different
1: and like what do they call it when like your brain is literally triggering or has certain triggers in it that is just not triggering right and yeah. it's causing you to feel the way you do when you're depressed or have anxiety or panicking or just any sort of emotion it has like a malfunction really i mean and what do you do you fix it just like if your computer's broken you need to fix it because it's malfunctioning because it's not running right or it's not you know it's it's so crazy something's
0: wrong with your computer it's the motherboard right yeah it's not the keyboard yeah it's like your brain it's
1: the main source yes yeah
0: you can sit there and work on your exterior of your body all you want like if your innards is fucked up (laughs) we need to get the innards fixed
1: exactly like Even like back to exercising again, you have to train your mind to go to the gym every day or eat right or those types of things. And it's also the same with medication. You have to give your body the nutrients or the medication, the correct things that are going to trigger your brain to think. Yes. Right. Right. And so I think that's where people just don't realize like the specifics of it. It's not just a pill to make like people think like you just take it and it just makes you fucking happy no like you literally have to start all over you have to start i mean it doesn't even start working for two weeks like you you have to make it a habit to start doing that and take care of yourself or your brain is also gonna suffer
0: the trials of starting it like i don't Mm -hmm. know about you but anytime i start something fucks up my stomach so it does mine too i can't eat like it it's horrible the stomach pain but i know i just have to get through it Right. so that i can get better
1: right make yourself feel better yeah um back to that too the kind of like the trials of medication one size does not fit all like jesse was telling me this the other day because i texted her like i'm like i feel fucking crazy i feel like i'm losing my shit i feel like i'm just in a pure panic i'm stressed and she's like maybe it's your medication what are you on again and we started talking about it and it's the effects are. and i think it's just i i can't even tell you how many different types of medications i've been on for everything i mean i've tried xanax i can't do xanax because it makes me tired i can't you know effects are obviously is not doing me any good zoloft didn't work zoloft oh my gosh i'm just like there's so many that it's definitely
0: not one size fits all no it's trial and error do yeah figure out what works with your neurons or whatever. Right, or whatever's
1: going on in your brain. Because not every... Again, not everybody's the same. Not everybody's dealing with the same issues. One person could have so much anxiety that it's literally crippling. And then another person could just have, like, depression and just minor anxiety.
0: Well, see, so that's my Prozac. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even touch my anxiety at all. It (sighs) is strictly for depression. That's crazy. She said it's for, like, flatline depression, where I just even know how to describe it I guess but it really is just like flatline, just this dull like bleh depression yeah it's changed my life being yeah me. but it didn't do shit for my anxiety and yeah. so when I'm in those moments that like the kids are driving me and saying like in the car dude the car is the worst place for <laughs> my children because they're overwhelming they loud the <laughs> yes. and when you're just like I'm gonna run the car to the side of the road like you're gonna freak the fuck out That's I got on it's called pro and all
1: Yes. So it's kind of like a, I know what you're talking about. It's like a, cause there, what is it called? It's called a it's for buspirone. People, yeah. Oh, I don't know. So it's like buspirone. It's okay. just like a kick, like to kick in, to help the depression and the anxiety yeah. both. So it's like for both, but you it's,
0: take it as needed. Yeah. It's not like a, yeah. So like it's,
1: a it's kind of like a Xanax. Anxiety. Yes. Kind of like a Xanax, but it doesn't have the side effects of making you so tired. Yeah. Cause like I could do a Xanax, but like that is like, if I'm like literally going to, die anxiety i've
0: even had well i guess i did have a xanax when i went to get liposuction that one time and (sighs) it did make me tired as fuck yes they use it in my ass yeah
1: they usually use it to like not necessarily sedative but like something to really just calm you in that moment and it's like way too calm for me like i can't i can't yeah i'll just be tired Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's hard but yeah anyways but yeah but what you're saying was you had the other it, the other yeah, stuff
0: taking that like so it takes like two medications you know to make a difference for me which is fine but i'm like if you're already so taking much, one what's two yeah. you know that's I how i take am that and i take two of the so i'm at 20 milligrams boom, on the propranolol or whatever it is in it
1: nice yeah it helps yeah. And, and it's if, crazy
0: towards the end of the day the kids are just like ah you know? and you're just like whatever <laughs> <the> one, <laughs> yeah and i'm fine like I don't
1: know it's nobody's well, game good changer but right I mean, seriously
0: it was look how many things i had to go through to right. find the one that freaking and
1: products. i'm still in that i mean i'm 30 years old almost 30 years old and i am still trying to find what works for me yeah. like just because you're not like better with the medication you're on try something different and it always takes that like, you could be taking something too for years and it works great and then all of a sudden it doesn't it's because your body's just used to it and you yeah. need to try something different and that's i've had to do that i mean obviously and i'm i'm at that point again in my life where i have to yeah. so it sucks but if you think about it it helps yeah. <laughs> so um we have some stories um a lot of people i mean there's some people that do know about this and some people actually make fun of me for it um which is really difficult for me to understand why <clears throat> um I was dating a guy back when I was like 18 um I just you know and I'm the type of person I just fall head over heels and to be honest I was yeah and I like if I remember right there's things like again and I think everybody knows this too I was I think I mentioned this in one of her um Things. like I just wasn't a very honest person back then but I was never it was never because I was cheating on somebody or doing something that would really affect anybody other than myself but it was just like oh I don't trust you because you just fib you know and I get that but at the same time it's almost like I tattle on myself and I would tell somebody like what had happened or you know like I don't know I just I never like I would feel so guilty about it that I would tell somebody about it like i don't know but anyways i had moved in
0: yeah
1: i did it when i was younger too yeah Yeah, i did it when i was younger too and it was terrible but i mean it's really it's really made me an honest person now because i'm just like what's the point of freaking lying about it and then having to tell them and then like it's just pointless like
0: what i tell my kids so fucking pointless what's the point of lying i'm not even mad at you for what you did i'm pissing you for lying to
1: me right if you would have just told me the truth the first time we would be done and over with you know um but anyways, I was dating a guy when I was like 18 years old, um, and I was just straight up depressed. I found out he was actually cheating on me um, while we were living together. We were living in a house with a group full of people. Holy crap! Like there were so many of us really? living in this house, it was crazy. Um, but anyways, and he would just lie and lie and lie to me, which I wasn't any better. But like I w- again, it wasn't because I was cheating on him or anything. It was just like I'd lie about stupid shit, like like about having a job or like just literally dumb stuff and but I was always finding how to make money whatever you know like I just I wasn't ever neglecting anything except for my mental health at that point um but I got so depressed that um we he told me to move out and I was just depressed and I was like whatever so I went to the house to pack up my shit and I ended up taking all of my um the whole pack of my medication and was trying to commit suicide and I ended up calling my mom I think this is really when the fear of death really started kicking in because I called my mom and I said mom I need you and they were on their way camping and I said I need you and I she's like why what happened and I didn't want to tell her and I was like never mind I'll just call nine one one. I didn't they ended up coming and getting me and taking me to the hospital they didn't have to pump my stomach or anything luckily but they like I just I don't remember anything but it started triggering my epilepsy so I started to have little seizures while I was doing that um and then after this whole thing I went and I had to pack up all my stuff um the brother of the kid I was dating threw the pack of my um pills at me and said here's your fucking crazy pills you stupid bitch like after all this and then one of my best friends actually and her boyfriend were literally laughing at me for everything that i did like would tell everybody and giggle and make stupid remarks like it wasn't something that was serious like i think everybody thought i was doing it for attention but i wasn't it was because i was so depressed that i felt like it'd just be better if i was not here
0: this is the thing i always always thought suicide was the most selfish thing that it
1: is i mean it is but when
0: you're in that moment mm -hmm. i've had it yeah i had it i was fighting with braxton and he told me what a shitty mom i was and nothing hurts my soul more than that and dude i was ready i was ready to go like i
1: you just you can't take it anymore you can't take the feeling of like everybody and everything is is better off without you right but also that feeling of like i'm like trying to think like the word that i was thinking of but like you just don't yeah you just don't want to be here ultimately like you're just like god like i can't take this anymore i can't take the verbal abuse i can't take you making me feel like i am seriously the most terrible person in the world or like the total crap that they put you through but then at the end of the day it's like I don't know but then it's just to cover up what they're doing to you if that makes sense yeah. like
0: because you're crazy and yep you're the, you're the only
1: one yeah mm-hmm. exactly but after that I had never like I don't know I went through a few things like that like I was just like I would go on drives and just ignore people and I think they got worried because they thought I was going to do that mm-hmm. um and so I had like it wasn't an incident or anything but like I had broke up with a guy that I lived with in Morgan and we ended up I ended up just literally driving all the way to Wendover by myself because I was just like I need to just drive this shit off and they thought I was trying to like, like and I was just telling everybody like I just I want to be left alone just leave me alone and they're like where are you and I'm like I'm driving and they're like where and I was like I don't want you to follow me just leave me alone yeah. like whatever and so I think I, it triggered a lot of crazy thoughts into people's heads that I was going to do to myself um but then again like i just i don't know i just i i think too that people's words to me after like it was never my family or anything i think my family understood the most because they knew what i was going through no. but it was the fact that i had a best friend or a boyfriend at that time who literally laughed out loud and were like <laughs> she tried to kill herself oh, how that how fucking pathetic is that like like it wasn't like and you know what's crazy is that these people have also dealt with shit like this like not that anybody tried to commit suicide but they had like they had anxiety they had depression like not that i knew how they felt all the time but yeah. like i'm like seriously like you're making fun of me readables. right and it made me even more depressed like that you literally yeah. think it's funny that i'm going through that and i will never make fun of somebody who is fucking depressed or is trying, you know, like, yes, suicide is a very selfish thing, but I've also had somebody in my life that has committed suicide, and it's, like, you can't help but imagine, like, how bad they were feeling, like, and you can't disregard that because it's just, like, you don't know how somebody's feeling until they're fucking gone, Yeah, and you can't fix that. No,
0: that's really, like, I always thought like i just can't believe that somebody would do that right. or whatever but, and it's
1: hard to believe but i mean it's hard to accept
0: you have felt it you mm-hmm. know like literally that feeling of i was uh, i was ready yeah like, you're just
1: like i'm done i like, was
0: ready to go like just the it hurts you it does I mean? it, it
1: physically th- feels like you're gonna have a heart attack yeah, like, like because somebody has hurt you so bad yeah you know and like forbid i'm only 18 at this time like maybe as an adult i'd have more i mean i was a only 22. clear right i'd have more of a clear conscious like thinking about that kind of stuff yeah. versus like you know when i was 18 like i don't know i was just like feeling all the emotions yeah so it was hard but it's
0: still back to that thing i mean there's that little boy that was like what 12 oh my god and he's yeah in this cell from yeah like it doesn't matter how old you are feeling emotions is real yeah like your feelings are valid
1: and you don't get to tell somebody how hard they're feeling something no you can't be like oh it wasn't that bad it'll be fine a few months later you know just tough it out and it's not that easy no like me like i sit and i dwell on things so much and that's one of my downfalls i just like i don't like to be a topic i don't like to be talked about i don't And I can't control that, forbid. I can't control what people say about me or think about me or whatever. I've always wanted to, but I can't. And I think that's what makes me depressed is that I've never intentionally done things to hurt anybody or say anything to anybody that is going to like make them feel like I have felt. Yeah. You know, like.
0: Well, I was gonna tell. I don't know if I already did tell you, but that is how I felt on Afxer. Yeah. And from being on Prozac, I really don't know what it is. But, like, I just don't. You're scared of give fuck. fuck. <laughs> like, I really don't.
1: See, and that's nice.
0: Yeah. Like, I would love that. Don't like me or... I don't... I used to be the same. I'd think about everything. Be so worried about how everybody... And, I mean, I still do to right. a point, but...
1: I think I've lived, like, that my know. whole life. I don't know if that'd be something that really... It I was, changes though. i mean yeah I like
0: i'm just saying like i the
1: i'm a very self-conscious do, person and
0: so am i yeah but so. i've noticed that and i'm still self-conscious about myself but i guess is, i guess my appearance i'm self-conscious me of. too well, somebody that's thinks, me like, when i walk in a room or yep. something like that but me
1: too like i'll walk in front of a group of people and if they're looking at me i'm like oh my god they think i'm fucking ugly they think i'm fat they think yes
0: like I i'm the biggest all bitch all they've shit. ever seen like but, you know, like sitting know. here right now i'm not thinking like oh what does irene thinking you know what i mean like oh them thinking
1: about what we're talking about yeah Yeah.
0: it's helpful shit like that that like if you're not right in front of me i don't worry about you judging me i guess that's true but even at the state fair like i wasn't even worried about it then i was just fuck you too like right
1: yeah see and me i'm the opposite like i'm always going to be kind to somebody and i was while we were there um you know probably more than i should have been but i Again, this comes back to the thing. I, I have respect for people, no. and I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, why are you fucking talking to me? Like, no. Because again, it, this kind of goes back to our first episode. It wasn't like, I, I wasn't doing it to disrespect anybody. I wasn't doing it. I was talking about how I felt and how I only felt. And how it's affected me. And you. how it's affected me. And this leads back to my mental health. Yeah. Because The person that they made me feel like or made me out to be is not who I am now or what even was. Like, I just, I wasn't like that. I'm always gonna be kind. I'm always gonna be respectful. I've, again, this is why there was a name change. There is why this was, I wasn't like, oh my god, she's a bitch, you know, or like name calling or things that I said in a post the other day. Like, I just, I'm not attacking anybody because. I don't again I I think about people's mental health when that's the thing because how would I feel if somebody outed me like sure you can talk about me go ahead but again I changed your name I I did things to protect you even though I shouldn't have but I also did it because I know this person struggles with mental health and I don't want her to be like Oh my god, she's you know, she's bad mouthing me or and then causing her to do something, do harm to herself, you know. Like I just that's just how I think and always have because of the situation I went through.
0: Yeah. So no, I get
1: it. Sorry, I feel like I've rambled on, but that was just a lot of You're good. a lot of story like going on. So but I don't know if you had any kind of I don't
0: know, I guess just like so from being in the abusive relationship that I was in I know I like talked about it a little bit but what a difference it's made depression wise I don't know like I don't feel like being on medication maybe it kept me from being suicidal or maybe like flat out psychotic or some shit you know what I mean because of how I was mentally I don't know like it was fucked up you know but yeah. being in such a negative toxic environment and what I was going through if it helped whatever but now being in something that's so like positive loving reassuring healthy yeah healthy it's
1: 100 so different it is and i feel like it boosts boosts that medication if anything you know helps that boost helps and yeah helps better. it work better um i don't know i feel like that's me too i feel like a lot of it had to do with the time the place the the energy I surrounded myself with, all those things play into all of that.
0: Well yeah, it's like you can't keep yourself in a shitty situation and think that taking medicine is gonna fix your life for you yep. because it's not. It's not. It's it, not it won't. At all.
1: Um which also I think we need to do like uh when we get to the end of this as well, like for domestic violence. Mm. Um but again, like Jesse was just saying, like you, you can't like expect like if somebody's beating you down giving you a black eye or abusing the shit out of you and then you taking medication is going to make them stop doing that it's not um i've you know again i i've been in a situation like that and we're actually going to do a topic on this as well um because abuse in any sort of way is not okay no um but also taking care of your mental health is I mean I'm not saying don't like if you're in an abusive relationship I'm not saying don't go don't go and get on anything still do that for yourself but also get yourself in a place where you have that positive energy to help your medication thrive as well as help you thrive yeah so but yeah um But as far as, like, mental health from kind of, like, what we were talking about earlier, do you feel like your mental health is, like, way better now versus back when you started struggling with it?
0: Oh, yeah. A hundred. Yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't know if it's from, like, being a mom. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know if all the shit that I've, like, gone through, if it's just, like, toughened me up, too. Right. But I will say one thing, so... I knew somebody that their son, I don't know if he, I think he was autistic, like high functioning, but mm-hmm. something like that, or ADHD or something. He had something, right? Right. His dad, 100% completely against any, he doesn't believe in like mental disabilities or, you know Ugh. what I mean? Like unless you have a physical one that you can see it's not real, refuse to like do counseling, therapy, medication, anything. anything that is so fucking unfair to your child that is
1: because they're struggling with something that you mentally cannot understand
0: yeah yeah and you are causing them to struggle in life because you will not come to the realization that they need extra help oh for sure like with my son right Mm -hmm. i knew from when he was i think one is when i kind of noticed that something was a little different and he's my first kid you know like i don't know any better I was like told what a bad mom I was, how selfish I was. You think he's stupid. I never said that. You're like, no, I There's think he's very wrong. smart.
1: There's yes. just... I look at other kids even. I mean, you're co- probably comparing. To, yeah. Right. You're probably comparing at that point And like you notice, oh, this is where he should be, but he's not. Is he just taking longer or is there something wrong? And yeah. then you, that's when you start to fix it.
0: Well, and then... Going to get him diagnosed, I was told like do not put him on medication. Like you need to try everything first. It's so bad for them, blah blah blah. And so that was instilled in my brain that yeah. like And
1: you're like no So bad,
0: right? Yeah. I get him diagnosed, he has ADHD, he has language receptive disorder, he has sensory disorder. We're pretty sure he has autism. I need to go get him tested again at eight. He's very high functioning if anything. Oh
1: yeah, right? he like you Good would you on. wouldn't know. No. Like you wouldn't know unless you were literally with him every single day. Yeah. Like his mother, you know. <laughs>
0: it, Exactly. But getting him... So first he was on... They put him on Ritalin first. Like a small... It, it was five milligrams and I cut it in half. And so it took like- for a little bit. But then he was just like pinging off the fucking walls. Like it was not... So, <laughs> and he already still... He already uh, is. Yes. So <laughs> he's like, wild. He's funny. Doing good. So he's on Vyvanse now. Okay. He's a completely different kid. That's funny. Like last year... So he started it kindergarten was so hard i had to go to school with him every day oh man to basically babysit my child from being a distraction to everybody else oh no like it was heartbreaking oh you know what i mean first grade was a freaking game changer i had a librarian like so many people came up to me when i would drop him off in the morning and just he's a completely different kid like he's sitting there quietly raising his hand listening paying it like being a part of group conversations it the medication let his brain slow down enough so he could fucking focus right
1: you know what i mean see and that's again mental health yes you have to get those receptors that's the word i was looking for the receptors it doesn't
0: matter how old you are like now my son is thriving because only me pushed to figure out what was wrong and what's going to help him and again back to medication one size doesn't fit all right Mm -hmm. like he took one it didn't work
1: had to try something different yeah yep I mean, I mean that's the same kind of with Tinsley. Um, her sperm donor is what we call him now, because he's a... And remember how I said I didn't talk shit on anybody? That is the only person I'm going to talk shit on, because he's an absolute pile of shit for anybody who knows him, or knows about this story. <laughs> so, therefore, I kind of lied, but fuck him. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> he has um, bipolar issues. And he was, you know, again, i don't want to talk to a shrink i don't want to do this i don't want to do that and has never been medicated and always had the worst shit to say i mean he would sit and tell me there's something wrong with tinsley and i was like no there's not she's smart and like he's sitting comparing her to like other kids and i'm just like she's a totally different kid versus when she's at your house versus at mine And maybe that's because how you're treating her or
0: that makes a world of difference
1: yeah and like consistency she's not used to your house like she like she is mine like she's very well behaved she goes to school every day is so excited to go to school every day she comes home and she knows everything like it's just she's just a little smart ass like you ask her questions sometimes she'll play stupid like she doesn't know what you're talking about and then we'll get serious and she knows like she's just playing with you you know but like i've taken her to counseling again one size does not fit all i've had to change her counselor a few times but and like even then just the consistency of the custody stuff her being with me full time i think that's been a mental health thing for her having consistency and somebody who believes in her like and a dad that follows through and does things with her and again it i mean it doesn't always have to lead to medication but it also depends on the way you're living your the way your lifestyle is too like you could totally not be on medication but going to counseling to help yourself yes um
0: you can't live on a fucking roller coaster and think that your life is gonna play out how it's supposed to yeah yeah no
1: and that's yeah never the case (laughs) Cause I'll tell you what <laughs> I've been on a fucking roller coaster since the day I was born <laughs> but you know I've, I finally feel in a place where I'm steady and stable and I'm thriving and so is my daughter and yeah. you know it's just again all about how you treat things again going to counseling taking any kind of medication there's a million different things you can try but you I mean I feel like those are the ones that you always have to lean on yeah
0: guess another thing with the kid thing is so with jackson last summer we had to do speech therapy once mm-hmm. a week for three months mm-hmm. it free again turned him into a completely different kid but it's not like it was free yeah no. i had to pay for it you know and so right. for parents or people or whatever that they just don't want to have to foot the bill to help with their child, tri- like that's being a parent i'm fucking sorry it's part
1: of responsibility you
0: don't have a choice like if your child is struggling with something they need to go to speech therapy they need to go right. to occupational therapy whatever it is to help them so that they succeed exactly like that is your fucking responsibility and that's what you sorry signed making, up
1: to do when you had kids you got to
0: cancel your car wash membership or your fucking xbox member you know what i mean like, whatever yeah yes
1: for sure and that's one thing too um I struggled with that like trying to help my kid but the one thing is and I didn't have the support of her sperm donor worth a shit like he's like I'm not helping pay for that Mm -mm, No, so it was just on me to advocate for my daughter and they have resources out there I mean through my work I get I mean ask your employer they offer I think they offered me eight free sessions a that's year awesome. which is great because that helps me I could go once a month that's that's 8 months that I could be yeah. going in counseling and then it starts over the next year um ask your ask your you know employer ask um the state I know that like my mom when we were going through stuff like that we went through the state of Utah because they have like a program I think it's either cheap or it's like free to I don't know if it's like lds or i can't remember what it was called i wish i knew but it was in ogden um but they helped provide those family counseling sessions which was amazing and i feel like they're really good like they're pretty good i mean they're working for the state so they're like they're not getting paid you know yeah um but then also you know just try and find an employer that offers those kind of benefits if it's that important to you yeah because honestly like I mean I have insurance and stuff which is great and I mean just do your best to advocate for your children or yourself or your spouse or whoever because it's on you for your kids they can't go out and do it themselves no
0: and back to the age thing like just because you think oh they're it's just a phase they're growing through it's not no it's It's not.
1: not it's not and that's a huge struggle I had
0: well As a if kid. you make them grow up believing that it's just a phase. You know what I mean? That's, then our, their, that's kids. their whole life. And yes, their kids. Well I didn't get help, it's just a phase. Yeah. You
1: know? No. Nope. Yeah, my dad was like that for the longest time, but then when he got older, like after realizing that he's had a lot of shit happen in his life, like he started going to counseling, you know? Like It's never too late.
0: No, it's Regardless not. Regardless of the age no. that you are.
1: No, nope. I agree. But definitely something to think about. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any more stories or anything you'd want to share? I don't
0: think so.
1: Sorry, I feel like I have rambled on this whole story, uh, like <laughs> this whole time. I'm so sorry. But. Um, do you have anything
0: else?
1: I don't think so. Um, just if you have any questions, me and Jesse, like I said, we're open books. Clearly, we're doing an episode on this and have been totally open about things that we've dealt with um um so we just want to let you guys know you we are open send us a dm send us the text message if you know us personally um i'm not gonna give out my phone number on here (laughs) (laughs) but i'm willing to talk to anybody that just because i i don't know i it's people like there's people that i know that have commented on like it it finally looks like you have your shit together no i don't (laughs) i mean i'm doing well but i still struggle with depression and anxiety so much and i mean so much it's bad but i'm here to talk to vice versa whatever if you just reach out to us we're here um and we have our personal instagrams too you don't have to do it on here or on our foul mouth mama's um instagram page um but anyways sorry, Jesse's probably telling me to shut the fuck up. Um, but if you are struggling with suicidal thoughts or any sort of, um, we have a crisis lifeline number for you. Um, they are open 24 seven. Um, they do have where you can call or text them. And they do also have a chat online. If you just search, um, suicidal, um, or crisis lifeline, if you, uh, have any thoughts like that? Their number is 988. You can call or text that. Um, and then there is also a domestic violence phone number um, if you're d- dealing with any sort of things like that as well. Um, if anything's terrible, please call 911. But their number is 1 800 799 7233. And again, we appreciate you guys. Um, i have people comment all the time just that they've been excited to hear us i know this one's a lot more of a downer than an upper but just bear with us
0: dude you have so much better friends than me nobody says shit to me
1: listen i don't know if it's
0: i just do this for myself this is so
1: funny i mean i didn't think anybody would honestly listen to us um which i'm just surprised that we have had as many as we have had yeah um but share us like us um again we've got merch yeah we got the merch we got the merch, that merch. <laughs> um and they're funny and they're really cute so um we're gonna be doing cats, cats too yeah. so um again just reach out to us we'll make a post about those um but anyways we're excited to hear any feedback you guys have um if you have any other questions reach out do you have anything to add since you've been quiet over there since
0: i've been flapping my yap you can follow us at foul mouth mamas on instagram and tiktok and you can follow me personally at the Jesse peters and
1: mine is bailey.despain my name's weird so you might have to get on our foul mouth mamas instagram and find me <laughs> if you don't personally know us already but anyways we are excited to talk next week um we're going to talk next week about body image um we feel like this one is kind of important especially in our generation maybe maybe not our generation but
0: just i guess
1: our lifetime yeah Yeah, like just what we've been told what
0: grew up to believe
1: yeah like and what we're currently going through um seeing ourselves and having kids and you know all that fun stuff the
0: the shit you didn't know you needed oh
1: yes shit you didn't know you needed um holy shit i'm like i just had one actually what was it i'm just
0: gonna go look at my amazon purchases oh my gosh that's a good idea but i don't know you know what (laughs) i am going to buy these it's apple air tags (sighs) with a waterproof keychain thing to put in your kid's backpack smart so you know where they are i love that and then Say you're like going on a vacation. Yes, heck take yeah! Take shit off their backpack, throw it in their suitcase, or you know what I mean, like. And they're not that bad, like on their pants. Pack? <laughs> yes, <laughs> pack is eighty-eight bucks. That's not bad. No,
1: that's awesome. That's a good idea. Um, call. Oh, I'm trying to think here. I don't know if I have any this week. I'm trying to think of what I've like per- recently went and bought. like i don't know i have something i don't know if it's like shit you didn't know you needed but like i've i've been eating better lately um and i have been obsessed with these things they're called chomps they're like beef sticks and usually like anything that doesn't have like no sugar added or like like a healthy literally jerky stick um they're freaking so good (laughs) like so good forbid they're a little more expensive but they're so good like i could literally eat like 10 of them in one sitting they're so good but they're chomps um, they're just like a big beef stick. They have them like this, or they have like the small ones that you can buy on their website, or you can get them at Costco.
0: Mm.
1: Freaking amazing! We'll add these um, so you guys can follow the link and purchase or whatever.
0: That is definitely uh, shit you didn't know.
1: You I mean, did. yeah, kinda. I mean, if whatever, but. Costco
0: <laughs> was greens to help you. Oh, that's you right. Know, like that's, it, right. It that's right. Don't
1: That's right. Perfect. I need to write some shit down next time. Because I suck at this part. Well, I used Anyways. to have a
0: whole thing, and then, uh, you know, it's not there anymore. It's fine. It's all right. It's fine.
1: All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next Thursday. Um, follow us, like us. DM us if you need us. <laughs> that's rain. a good logo. <laughs> DM us if you need
0: us. I,
1: uh, <laughs> Hater's gonna hate. Ainer's gonna ain't. Isn't that what it says? I, Hater's gonna ain't. I don't hate. know, but that's our logo now. What is it? It's off a of freaking... Uh, oh my god now I can't remember the name of the show it's funny though haters gonna hate, ainters gonna ain't that's, yeah that's right <laughs> anyways well we are going to uh, catch you on the flip side peace out bitches Peace.